Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Moloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here is your host, Sean Moloney. Welcome to episode 211, Should I Start a Podcast? I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to talk to you about podcasts. All the time people ask me, they say, Sean, you got two podcasts. You got 211 episodes each. That's 422 episodes. You think I should start a podcast? And I always look at them and say, you know, it's important to understand what type of content you should produce, but it's important that the type of content you produce happens naturally for you and that you're not just spending endless amounts of time into doing something that truly doesn't work for you. Now, let's run through this episode. Let's go over some of the ins and outs and things you want to think about when it comes to should you start a podcast. Running a podcast can be as simple as you wish or as complex as you desire. Figuring out who it'll serve and what purpose it'll serve is very important. So what do I mean by that? Well, there's people with successful podcasts that do it out and on the road. They set up anywhere. Background noise doesn't matter. Mistakes don't matter. Laugh it off. Keep going. Then there's other people who have highly edited podcasts that are videotaped that are then put on the internet all over the place in all different forms, short length, long length, little snippets, reels, all the different ways that they get that content out further. And this is long form where you've got a Joe Rogan type podcast keeps going, 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 going. Or you've got ones like mine where they're only five minutes to some even shorter. Everybody has their different type of podcast. Figuring out which one works for you is big. Like you might have a research type one where you're citing sources the entire time. Or you might have an opinion-based one where you're sharing your opinions, what you think, what you feel, all the things like that. Or you might have an interview-style one where you bring in people. You might have one where it's one-on-one. You might have one where there's six people in a room talking. You might have one where you have a mic in the middle for all the people to talk on top of each other. Or you might have one where they're done in a studio and every single person records separately and the sound is absolutely amazing. The truth is none of that makes it successful. What makes it successful is you having an idea where you want to bring it in an audience that you want to serve and knowing that you want to serve them the material that they want that'll help them continue to grow and that'll be infectious to them, that they want to take in, that they go and intentionally go consume that material versus thinking that you're going to create something and somehow convince people to listen to something they don't need. You have to add value. That's a huge one. Having a deep understanding of your topic makes the process easier for sure. But that said, there's always room for another interview style podcast where they bring in experts and they leverage off their talents. It could be you that's a talented one or it could be them. But surrounding yourself with talented people is still going to instill the same thought process to the people watching your podcast, which all of this is about creating a wave in the pool, right? Creating the environment where people are taking in your content and learning more about you, therefore being attracted to you, whether it's just a podcast that you run and you want more fans or your podcast is something similar to mine where you're talking to an audience that are other real estate professionals getting to know them and also reaching out to people and saying, hey, if you want more information about 
about things like this, why don't you join my team here? We're always hiring new agents and existing agents and helping them grow. So depending on what topic line you're trying to do, my other podcast being homeownership, what do I do? I teach all about buying, selling, and owning homes. Everything from home sale contingencies to when to install a new lawn. I go over all that information. Why? Because it's going to be helpful to buyers and sellers alike and also homeowners, which is going to attract more people to my brand when it comes time that I actually go to sell houses and buy houses with clients, I'm going to attract new clients that way as well. So knowing your topic, knowing who you're going after is very important. And then consistency. Consistency is a key in this space. Far too often people have this expectation after seeing Joe Rogan or someone else that they're just going to a few weeks after starting go viral and they then eventually just quit because the magic doesn't happen for them. Everyone has a different experience. Of course, it's totally possible to have a hit podcast right away. It's totally possible to go viral right away. But the truth is the consistency is going to get you better representation organically through the websites because in a person with 211 episodes with users that come back every single week for years on end is far more reputable than somebody who just put out an episode. There's ways to do ad spend and to put your podcast everywhere, put it up on billboards, have it on Google, have it on Facebook, Instagram, whatever you do for marketing. But that all costs money. So a lot of times the people just starting out, that's not a possibility. So they have to think of ways to attract people, which is your own email network, which is your own sphere of influence, which is your free Facebooks, Instagrams, Twitters, LinkedIn's, all the different things that people are playing with that are social medias to share things. The truth about making a podcast, though, is it is challenging in certain forms. Personally, I have an IT department. They help me out with the audio editing. I shoot mine in Audition, which is an Adobe product, so it comes in a raw form and needs to be snipped and clipped based on anywhere I make mistakes to clean it up. If I say any words too loud, maybe clean that up and just kind of overall make sure the audio is in good form to go out to the audience that we have. Without that, it may be a bit challenging for me, but I have heard that Audacity isn't that challenging of a program to learn if you're really dedicated to it and you're going to do this long term. And there are other ways like such as Fiverr or Upwork or other third party sources where you could record and leave it in this type of form, send it to them and pay them a fee and have it be mastered for you and the audio cleaned up. Guys, as you can tell, just like anything, podcast, blog, all these different newsletters, consistency is key it's not easy to just go and do it if it was easy to do everyone would be doing it and they're not right so the truth is it takes some work that said if you're here listening to this episode you've been listening to me for a long time you might feel the motivation to make it happen feel free to personally reach out to me you can find me on the web just reach out to me i'd be happy to talk to you about your podcast possibly even if you're a real estate expert have you on here we can do an episode just so you can get your feet wet and try it out Thank you guys so much for listening this week. If you haven't already done so, make sure to pound that subscribe button. And I look forward to talking to you next week.